welcome to the fourth episode of VG Empire, bringing us in. That is Duke's theme from Battle Arena Toshinden, yeah. which we're all big fans of. Mm. Yeah. Um, that song, before I go into that specific song, this episode is going to be all about the PlayStation launch. <laughs> this is a redemption art uh, uh, such episode. A straight, like, it's weird to think the PlayStation launch of having all this great music, but like I really did fixate on the CD when CD sound came, mm-hmm. started taking over, and there weren't cartridges as much anymore, even though N64 would go the route of carts. Sega CD didn't quite sell us all on it, but the PlayStation really popularized because yeah. there was 3DO before it, but PlayStation yeah. and Saturn had kind of a rocky start, but the original PlayStation released on 9995 Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, really sold the idea of a home console being CD-based and being able to deliver this top-tier entertainment and all this other stuff. You, one of the games we'll be talking about, you handed me... I didn't think the PlayStation 1 had any music, remarkable music. It mm-hmm. had some memorable stuff, but one of the games we're going to be talking about the music is incredible. I, are you sure? I don't know if we're going to do that one this time. All right. Just want to compliment the music on Loaded. It's beautiful. Loaded is good stuff. But uh, this is Drink. the first we're starting with Toshinden, which uh, was, you know, fighting games were still huge. <laughs> 3D fighting games were just getting off the ground. So you had Virtua Fighter and Tekken, and it was like, well, what if we launched a new one just for the consoles? Well, that's what's... 3D Polygon Fighter, and Toshinden got a lot of... That's I was in lo- very, very deep with... Games journalologism, mm-hmm. and uh, I just the way it, it was structured, Toshinden seemed to have all the hype around it, and I thought Tekken was the uh, upstart ripoff at yeah, the time. That's what I thought too, even well, though and, Tekken predates it. Was yeah. Tekken a launch game as yeah. well? Okay, yeah. yeah, I just remember, but it was a long. It had an arcade presence. Yeah, Tekken I, was on the arcade first, I and somehow like, to, Toshinden got all the buzz while Tekken was yeah, like I the better like Toshinden game. Toshinden had all the press, maybe. Not Maybe Toshinden got more space in the uh, in the Are You Ready ads. Are You than... Ready? It yeah. did. Okay, yeah, that I, I know got, for sure. It was in more of the. It was more in the Sony branded ads, though. It wasn't. I think Sony had more of an interest yes. in that. Well, they, they had more. Publish of, it. They had more of a stake in Toshinden yeah. being successful than they had a stake in Tekken. But it, it also hit the Saturn. It did eventually, eventually. come to the Saturn. It uh, looked worse, much worse. It, on it, the it, it, yeah, by the time it hit the Saturn, it, yeah, it was late Toshinden and it was, was dead. And then a version came to Game Boy, and it was a really weird situation with Toshinden. But an exclusive character, Capito. What? Oh yeah, I know. Wiki, right? But uh, Toshinden <laughs> uh, also made like Virtua Fighter for the Saturn look bad. Like it, it made it's, it, look, it, yeah. it graphically yes, but then even Virtua Fighter yes. Two looked better than Toshinden. Oh like, yeah, it, it oh, was definitely. Like, it was just like. We all got launch goggles and caught up in this. Totally. And while I will probably never play the game again, mm-hmm. other than like a remember when this was fun, like I would never argue that it's a good game mm-hmm. uh, in this day and age. But the music, it's very uh, dancey music, video game style music. But I like that kind of crap, and this game does it exceptionally well. And I like the fact that people would make two to three minute songs for fighting game matches that will last like thirty seconds or yeah. sixty seconds, and it's like. A lot of them don't necessarily... Ring out. Yeah, or ring out. It's over. Yeah. But the fact that that, so that music exists. So I listened to this. Uh, uh, this is a case, I think, uh, where the music was all on the CD, and it was one of the few cases mm. where that happened on PlayStation. Uh, yeah. that, that happened less and less, the Red Book Audio, where you could just read it right out of a CD player. You put mm-hmm. the game in, the tracks are all on the CD. Sega CD did that mostly, right? Sega CD did that. Turbo Duo uh, did that. I don't think because they wanted to include it as a no, feature, but they no. couldn't figure out how to they encrypt couldn't, it. They couldn't not do it. So that's why, like to this day, I'm like, man... You know, you all could have doubled all of this as the game, and then, yeah, if you put it in a CD player, it has the tracks and music on it. Like, is that really going to kill you guys? Yeah, it's funny. The PlayStation, I think, was my first CD player. Oh, really? Yeah, it was... I think that Christmas that followed, like, I think I got it around launch, but the... uh, 
the Christmas that followed, I got my first like CD boom box wow. for Christmas. I got mine in '94. I actually remember the the, the screen for the PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, music yeah, yeah. player. It's music a really player. bare bones kind of music. Oh, the Saturn player. has the, the little box. Yeah, the boxes that, that pulses. Yeah, I remember my friend getting Aerosmith Pump, <laughs> listening to that on the Sega Saturn visualizer. I was amazing and crying and crazy. This is not about that kind of and music. Crazy, um, but that Duke Duke's music that brought us in, who's basically like Siegfried from Soul Edge. His bit. That music sounds like Duran Duran. Like I can just see like. Drummer going like with a headband and big hair and just and Simon the Bond in the corner dancing around clapping. It just has that sound to it. His name is Mondo and he <laughs> dance. Uh, uh, Mondo. Is that his name? Rungo. I see a Mondo. Oh, there is here. a Mondo. You're right. Uh, he has the big pole. His <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Toshinden mix of the Duran Duran joke is tickling me in a way that no one else will appreciate. All right. uh, so moving in now, uh, the rest of the PlayStation launch uh, from Toshinden, I wanted to play Rungo's music. Sophia, who was the sex, ba- symbol. the sex symbol, barely cladded, and then if you look at her now, like seven polygons making this <laughs> weird inverted triangle woman who's just <laughs> horrific to look at. It yes. turned on a lot of people back in the day. Well, I was 14, and it's like, looks like a girl. I like it. Like, <laughs> the least sexy piece of origami you can ever imagine. Uh, yes. Like, With jagged edges. Jagged everywhere. Um, I wanted to get into Toshinden 2 this episode, but it didn't quite fit the format. So Toshinden mm-hmm. 2 will happen. But uh, Rungo, and then Sophia, and then we'll be back to talk about the next game.
So, yes, if you don't like that kind of music in general... <laughs> stop I can, listening. I can see... Yeah, stop listening to this entire podcast <laughs> because you're going to hear a lot of that kind of stuff. But I just find it so eminently listenable and just good background music. But uh, another thing that got me was the intro to the game, which I think Chris hmm. has queued up, which was, again, speech in games was still a new cool thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... Something about this intro, it just sounded, it reminded me, even at the time, of like an 80s anime cartoon. That's what it reminds me of. I can do. Eight traveling fighters Four brought together turtles. by a common destiny <laughs> now meet at the Battle Arena Toshinden. Many years have passed since this tournament, known only to those in the underworld, was last held. It's so much. Some fighters backstory. have come for personal glory. Others have come to fight for those they love, but all <laughs> will do their best to be victorious in this tournament, which will decide their fortunes. See, what what we should have done is played that intro and like, what fighting game is that an uh, intro to? Yeah. Everyone. Like, all of that applies to every fighting yeah. game. Yeah. Not for love or fortune, but, but for, victory. But Ryu, I mean, yeah, Rungo fights yeah, for... Iron Fist. I've, uh, well, well, Toshinden, yeah. everybody. Toshinden. Uh, Toshinden. Uh, yeah, Toshinden 2 has good stuff, too. It's a little bit more varied, um, but we'll get into that later. Another PlayStation launch game, though, one of my favorites. And the reason I got a PlayStation, Air Combat. That was the reason you got That's a PlayStation. That's the reason. I was undecided, and then I remember reading in Florida in Pensacola. You guys mm-hmm. can relate, being Floridians. Uh, I remember reading a Die Hard game fan, yeah, and the opening that up and big had, old TV head screaming yeah. at you. Air Combat almost threw up. Right. <laughs> oh and Air Combat, and then like opening up and just being like, "Whoa, jets and this 3D world! I can fly around." Okay, I guarantee I can sell my dad on this. <laughs> and I walk in, and it was like almost like the moment I opened the book up, he's like, "F16, we're I'm down." And uh, so the music is fittingly. That is really cool. Fittingly, the music is uh, guitars and wailing stuff, and it's just a lot of fun. And it fits it fits the game very well. Um, you played the new Ace Combat? I haven't played Assault Horizon yet. Everybody's I'm, complimenting the music for like the same reasons you're just, complimenting just, this music. Uh, yeah, I, I hope I enjoy it. I want to. I really want to because I like every I like every Ace Combat I've ever played, which is all except of for them. the PSP one. Uh, yeah, neither PSP one really did it for me, but. You didn't hate them. I didn't hate them, but the console ones, I like every single one of them. Three, I'm not as familiar with. But anyway, this is Air Combat. Um, this is the reason I got a PlayStation on launch day. Just ge- kind of generic guitar music, but uh, I really like the, ne- the the one we're going to start with was the ringtone, actually, when my dad calls me. Aww. So <laughs> it's just so it's so, uh, it's so energetic and fun, and just flying around shooting planes to this is just perfect. But it's not beating you over the head, bro, crunching. No, not that. Just a yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and uh, we'll do that, and then we're going to play the intro to the game, which is, you know, planes flying around, just jet porn, and then uh, we'll be back.
Yes, guitar rocking. I love it. And that intro, the Ace Combat. Well, it was Air Combat. They couldn't call it Ace Combat. Why? Uh, I don't remember. Some, I'm guessing, some kind of trademark thing. Because in the in the arcade, it was Ace Combat. Adam Carolla wouldn't let him call it that. Yes. And then it became Air Combat. But then when it when Ace Combat Two came out, it was Ace Combat. So from then on, it was Ace Combat. Hmm. Uh, that's why the first one is only called Air Combat. It's really strange. I did not know that. Um, next game, actually. Hmm. Is not technically a PlayStation launch game. You wouldn't know it from the box I bought. Yeah, it's it's very close to launch, but uh, it's in the it was within the first year. Rated mm-hmm. KA. Rated KA. <laughs> um, but what was really cool about this, uh, the PlayStation demo disc that came out, mm. that came with the system, came with a demo of Jumping Flash, and it was a polygon 3D Rome world, but first person, and that. Mm-hmm. At first-person games could, at the time were like Doom. You would yeah. just run around and shoot everything. This was like you can Very play around slow. in a world, and you could. You're a little robot bunny that hops. It's such a strange. It's, it's such an awesome, yeah. but it's pure game though. Yeah. If, if to me, this is this is pure. And the it's purity a purity of game. It had a little bit of Mario 64 in it that yes. you were looking for giant carrots in each level, mm-hmm. and you would go to the end. But before Mario, but 64. before Mario 64, mm-hmm. and like I'm not comparing it on the same level as that, but because uh, Mario couldn't jump first person nine billion feet in the air. Yeah, you had like a triple goal. jump, and it was just really you well jumped done. Jumped so high, like it it, it, it was would stag- make me dizzy, yeah. honestly. Like yeah. it, and it, it was almost too much. Like it was. It was ahead of its time, definitely, but it wasn't a bad game. It was a good game. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, and part of that was the music, and uh, I want to go into... There's a lot of Jumping Flash music to go through, so uh, this is stage 4-1, and then after that is stage 1-1, which like the first music out of the game, when I was just playing it for you guys, is just like... It sounds like bagpipes, and it's just such a... <laughs> it's weird. It's such a weird. The entire thing is just the well, weirdest launch period. Like it's such. I a, think we had brought this up. When we were talking about unfortunately Sonic Colors mm-hmm. and how that game was taking like no this it doesn't the game doesn't need a stupid plot or a dumb sidekick or reason to exist. They just need to make pretty creative puzzly levels. Yeah, which is all Jumping Flash presented to you. And what that what that should allow you to do is to theme a level after anything you want because yeah. you don't need a narrative to structure it together. And yeah. that's what Jumping Flash did, yeah. is present like these... We- just, okay, here's a theme. Just disconnect Here's another it. theme. Just disconnect. doesn't matter. It's just yeah. a level. Yeah, these... Yeah, there's... Uh, the last song we're going to go in... Uh, so there's 4-1, one, one, one with the bagpipes, and then after that is just this straight-up like 70s funk. Like yeah. in between the levels when you're selecting, it's just this... And it has no reason why it exists. But uh, yeah, this is not... Technically launch day, but it's launch window. It's within the first couple of months. I think I said a year earlier, but it was definitely way earlier than that. Uh, Jumping Flash Two was out within a year. Launch window washer. Uh, It's it's, and it's one of those experimental type of games that would only be created in when when nothing had existed before. It's on. That's a good point. Yeah, it's on PlayStation and in Japan. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very Japanese game. It's on PlayStation Network. You can check it out. I think it's a lot of fun. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, we'll you'll right. hate it, kids. But <laughs> I ch- please check it out. I love it. We'll be right back.
All right, after four minutes of 70s funk, we can get back to regular Jumping Flash music. I don't know if we exhausted the topic of the game, but I think we've covered it pretty I do, well. I do like, I see, I was on the Wikipedia, and I see uh, Matt Casamassina Casamassina of IGN. It's third most underrated game of all time. Like, yeah. I know of other more underrated games, so that's perfect. Yeah, the third most third underrated. Most, I would agree I'll with take that. It. Uh, it's I will a, take it. But I'm like, getting that demo disc, which had a lot of songs by Tommy... Tallarico. Tallarico. He did a, which I think I want to close the show with one of those now that I think about it. So good. That demo disc, man. Um, <laughs> uh, but then uh, that's on his own album of Greatest Hits Volume 2. Like, he put them on. He got to release an album of video game tracks? Yeah. He did. I mean, he did music, you know, for Earthworm Jim and yeah, but, Skeleton uh, you, Warriors. But usually, like. Cool spot. Cool From spot. what I know about people who make music for games, they. The game companies own this yeah, lock, stock, and barrel. I don't know how he got that arrangement, but he has wow, an album. I don't either. Well, he is a superstar. Like he's one of the very few yeah. names. But I mean, this is back in, in like business. the '90s, like mm. yeah. when game well, music was not marketable to buy mm. at all. But then the CD existed, and I well, gobbled ta- it up. You know, the, that's one of Tallarico's best points is that he has long been like yeah. one of the few advocates of like, no, game music is legit it's music real. writing. Uh, I should uh, Matt Cosmasina's uh, list. The number one and two games are Ico and Beyond and Good and Evil. <laughs> so that's he's in good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumping Flash is in good, good company. company. Very uh, good company. Yeah, this yes. was one of the games. Like after I got Ace Combat, this was the next thing on my list where I'm like, I have to get Jumping Flash. It's just it's it's pushing my Mario buttons mm-hmm. and it's pushing my you know you couldn't do that on the platforms you had before. Sega yeah. CD couldn't do that. Super NES couldn't do that. It yeah. felt like I got a brand new system, and this is a new down. Da- this is a new day, it's brand just new such day, a of new world, play. and three. Also, just living in three dimensions was so new. It was a to, new thing to stand on top yeah, yeah. of a level and look and see the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Everything had been from the side before, so seeing a world, it, it came to more fruition in Mario sixty four. Yeah. But this was like the but beginning this is, this of my is the beginning of that. Yeah. It, how and do you jump, approach a three D world? And to explore it in first person, like it yeah. show, like just to just fly but on think, a jump. I, I think that's why you jump so high is because they wanted to give people enough time to negotiate yeah. this yeah. new and world. And you fall kind of slow. You like, fall slow, but but it was. I don't know. I really. I don't know. I'd be interested to see like what a fan community. I would really make want out to play it. this again now. I Let's think. do it yeah. as soon as we're done. Let's hop on PSN. Get. Oh. Five updates. You know and then probably, we'll uh, that's sadly I'll pay, true. I'll pay seventeen ninety nine for Jumping Flash Maybe. one. No, they, their prices are fair. Yeah, right. I think it's like five bucks. bucks. I bet it's no, there's a lot. No, all that stuff is really fairly priced. I think. Yeah. I'm, but I'm going to wait for the Vita because I know that stuff's going to be available there, and I want as much as, much as I mock PSN. I think their prices are much better than the live prices. They're very same mm-hmm. prices. Um, so we'll go into a few more Jumping Flash songs. Uh, one of them, yeah, it's like you're in like a fake Chinatown. <laughs> Deener, neener, neet, neet, yeah, neet, it's neet, just neet. it's so weird. Like the music is like, really, you're gonna do this? But <laughs> okay, and you just uh, go with same. it. It's like a dance mix of it, but uh, more jumping flash, and uh, we're back.
All right, that last song is actually uh, the ending. I think that's the credits music, mm-hmm. which, uh, I don't know, really, it's so peaceful, and it's very fitting credits music, and it just has that kind of soaring conclusion sound to it of, like, this this magical journey you've been on has come to an end. And there's a voiceover while it's going on, too, that's not part of the audio track, but it's like this announcer's like, you've done it! <laughs> Everything is great! Every moo-moo! Yeah, it's, it's just yours. so... Our adventure concludes, but he'll be back. And what were Moomoo's look like? Little like something from the Bone comic, like little mushrooms. Uh, they they look like uh, they look like, the, like if Bone were from Dolphin Island. <laughs> I, I, look, that's a really nerdy reference, but yeah, so the person who yeah. can conjure all that together in their head will know exactly what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Uh, but so taking us out, I saved one, I did save one song from uh, Air Combat, and that's the ending to Air Combat, which. Uh, in the most Top Gun anthem kind of way, it's just such a great ending song. Like the Power Rangers theme played backwards? Sort of. <laughs> really. Uh, just And it's like jets flying off into the sunset. And it's yeah. so... It's just when they personify jets like that, I just get so teared up. Never and, say die, <laughs> Iron Eagle. And just like they're flying around. It's not the Golden Gate Bridge, but it's basically the Golden Gate Bridge. Because they're like, oh, we didn't take a trip to San Francisco to model it. But it looks like this, right? Yeah. And it's, just, it's a red bridge. It's a big red. red bridge. But man, that level where you... I think it's like Mission 13 in Air Combat. Like mm-hmm. you can hug the ground and fly straight down the entirety of the bridge in first-person cockpit view with this bridge like just barely fitting the width of your jet. And that moment is like one of those just... The game doesn't ask you to do it, but that's the kind of mm-hmm. thing a 3D world introduced. Like, can I fly my plane through there? Mm-hmm. Yes, it turns out I can, but you have to line it up yes, exactly perfectly and just shoot down that thing at top speed with all these poorly modeled cars and... <laughs> Just solid blue water and uh, with no texture of water. Congratulations, you are Ace Combat. Ace Combat. <laughs> uh, so that'll take us out, and uh, we'll be back next week. 